Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Fast lane on 101 ESPN, the Cardinals. Another impressive performance in Jupiter today as they take down the Astros. And, of course, uh, one of the men on the call, Bally, Bally Sports Midwest, was our guy Brad Thompson. As him and Chip Carey were, uh, again, on the call. And BT joins us right now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. What's up, BT? What is going on, fellas? Hey, a lot of things to get into, obviously, when it comes to the Cardinals. But I'd like to start with this. Andrew Marsh and his Saliga, uh, I'm talking top-notch. Like, <laughs> it's incredible, the kid isn't it? just grow. I yeah. mean, that's the best one I've ever heard. BT, we have several texters um, that every day uh, look forward to it, and they do it right alongside Marshy. So much so that Marshy once last week, I don't want to out him too much here, but he forgot the uh, heating and cooling <laughs> after one of them, and the text line, uh, it got popping. They're like, whoa, whoa. Where's my heating and cooling? He knew it too. He, he knew did. it right away. He's, he's right become away. a total professional. So we had him accountability uh, coming we, out of the break. We it. Come out of the break. We had him redo it, and he Good. did it. And he Good. nailed it. Absolutely, I, lo- I love it. Marsh, you're doing great. Well, I appreciate that, BT. Speaking of great, Jack Flaherty, there, BT. He's Jack back. Flaherty looked good. All right, so what is tangible from his performance today? What is real, and what might be, uh, you know, what it's spring training. So, uh, look, it's not like the Astros were traveling their entire squad. They did have Altuve in there. Uh, they, they also, you know, had uh, Jeremy Pena in there, but they also had Martin Maldonado hitting third. As we all know, he's a very light-hitting catcher. So, uh, something that you won't see a ton of from them. But the, the thing that is tangible with Jack is uh, the command. He started off this game with a walk, and it was like, uh-oh, you saw him. Missed twice arm side. Then he missed twice really pulling the ball across. And as I was talking to Chip on the broadcast, it looked like he was just overcorrecting. Well, he figured it out pretty quickly. He got himself a double play right after that and then really cruised through his three innings afterwards. He punched out five. He did give up a, a one run. It was a solo shot. It was a backup slider that was ended up being hit out of the ballpark uh, by, by Hensley. But Overall, man, Jack looked really good. And the thing that's tangible, okay, like you're saying, you know, what can you build on and what can you look at going forward? His final punch out of the day was a 95-mile-an-hour fastball that was spotted up away. So the velocity was there for him as well. We saw a fastball ranging anywhere from 90 to 95 uh, in, in this one. But he just seemed to have a really good feel for things. And, guys, we talked about it last year when Jack ended up coming back off the I.L. Uh, the first time this was after spring training when he went on the shelf and he just didn't look right it looked very clunky nothing looked comfortable coming out of his hand the arm had dropped quite a bit and he struggled mightily to repeat his delivery he looked very repeatable in the ball game today so a good one to build on for jack flaherty as he goes three punches out five bt how much of a difference maker is it for the cardinals that if jack flaherty can stay healthy and is just kind of doing what he did today for the season what does that change for the cardinals well, it gives you a guy that has a lot of swing and miss. I mean, that's the thing. We've talked about it a ton that the Cardinals just don't have that front of the rotation-esque pitcher. Miles Michaelis was so great for you last year. And Miles Michaelis, 
I expect him to be great again. He looked so good in his first two outings uh, before he headed off to the World Baseball Classic as those guys took off today. Uh, but he doesn't have, like, the strikeout potential. Jack Flaherty, and this is, again, small sample size, okay? I'm not trying to say Flaherty is Gibby. Uh, but if you think I said that, text it in. Air Company Service text line. <laughs> That's always good. The boys will handle that for the rest of the show. Uh, but when, when you're looking at all-time Cardinal leaders, Jack Flaherty pops up a couple of times. And he is number one in strikeouts per nine in the franchise history for starters at over 10. And he's number one in fewest hits per nine uh, at right around 6.7. I think the, the number is I don't have it in front of me. But I mean, that is that's dominant when he is out there again. Hell when he's well. Can he be well this year? We've seen him uh, have 23 starts over the last two years. So he's going to have to prove that. But that guy is a difference maker. The Cardinals didn't go out. They didn't go out and get Rodon. They didn't go out and get Verlander. Didn't go out and get DeGrom. And I don't think that any of us really thought that they were going to spend that kind of money to do so. And certainly the finances have something to do with that. But so does the belief in Jack Flaherty that he can turn into one of those guys and not even turn into be one of those guys again. I know 2019 was a long time ago, uh, but we've seen it. We've seen it at the big league level. So it's a big difference. And talk about a big difference, guys, with Jack. And he's talked about this is having an actual offseason, a real offseason, not one where he's just rehabbing a bum shoulder, but one where he finished the season healthy last year, and then he was able to come into this season built up. He's strong. I would venture to say best shape of his life. I don't know if you've heard of oh, wow. guy in spring training, but I really think that he's very close to best shape of his life. No, but he looked very, very good today. I was really pleased at watching him, and he wasn't the only one. I mean, this, uh, this staff threw the ball well. How about Steven Matz today? I mean, he went out there and dealt. You guys see Matzy? out there we did anthony yeah. uh, was ordering a jersey online earlier well no uh i was waiting for ubt to mention how um he screwed him by getting hurt last year but um I, you <laughs> kept you kept it clean for the broadcast i understand here's what i'll do for you if you would like a double or nothing anthony i'll nah, do a double or nothing I'll, bet on listen, the innings again bt i learned my lesson okay i learned my lesson I'll, I'll, you should take it anthony nah, come on just uh I'll, I'll sit this one out bt so for those that don't know the bet that anthony and i had last year this was just solely on innings pitched who's going to throw more innings uh, you took Steven Matz, which mm -hmm. is great. I mean, the Cardinals hey. went out. They ponied up big money on Steven Matz, and we all believed that he was going to uh, carry a, a big load this season. I went with Miles Michaelis and, and by an eyelash, really, ended up beating <laughs> you in, in, in this one. So BT, it happens. I, I should have known, and you do this sometimes with me, I should have known how quickly – you oh. took that bet. You said, "I'll take it." You said, oh, that Michaelis." He started writing it down before you were done. I should have known that. I, I should be like, "Yeah, you know what? Um, nope, I, I'm going to back out of this one." <laughs> I suck at poker. Sometimes I shouldn't have sent you my Venmo right away, like <laughs> <laughs> I expected you to, Brad, to pay me. Uh, but uh, again, with, with Matts, I mean, Matts went out there. He wasn't able to do much last year. It was ten starts. It was forty-eight innings. Uh, ERA wasn't good. You know, he dealt with the shoulder. He came back from that. Then he hurt his knee against the Reds trying to get over and, and get a baseball he looked he looked better than any time that I saw him last year in today's game now it's three innings in his first grapefruit league game what does that mean I, I don't know we're gonna find out but what are the things that are tangible again like you asked about Jack Flaherty 
with Steven Matz, it was the fact that his fastball location to both sides of the plate was unbelievable, especially for early in spring. He was able to elevate with the heater. He was able to throw his sinker down in the zone as well, again, to both sides of the plate. He had really good feel for his changeup against the right-handers, and he threw his breaking ball for both strikes and for chase. And we saw him up there 95, 96 miles an hour as well. He struck out four in his three innings of work, didn't allow a hit, uh, didn't walk anybody. So it was a dominant performance by him he went out there uh, and in his uh, in his work he only threw 39 pitches 27 strikes in his three innings that's about as good as it's going to get uh, for your cardinal pitching staff your, your top two guys everybody's been waiting to see flaherty waiting to see mats two-fifths of your rotation they ended up going six combined one earned run again just a home run solo shot against flaherty and punched out nine pretty darn good uh bt there's another guy that's been pretty darn good too uh, and it looks like to me like he's forcing his way onto the roster. Jordan Walker, BT, your thoughts? <laughs> Look, he went 0 for yesterday, guys. He's done. <laughs> the guy, uh, I mean, you go 4 for 4 with a couple of home runs. You're the talk of camp. Everybody wants to talk to you. Then you go 0 for the following day. The kid's a freaking star. He is. He's a stud, and... He gets it in every single facet. First of all, he's confident. You have to be confident in doing what you're doing. Uh, but he just, it, even, because uh, I, I really was watching him yesterday as he's trying to follow up from the game where he does go four for four. He hits a couple of home runs. And he went over in the game. But I was just watching his mannerisms. Any ground, like ground balls he's hit, he's busting his butt to first base. Stuff that, you, that they're not showing on TV, like watching him run out to his position. There's no moping. There's no hanging his head. He's just he's just a baseball player, and he understands that even at 20 years old in big league camp with all the pressure of the world on him, that he is he has got a, a great opportunity, but he's just out there to play ball. He, he's not letting a couple of bad at-bats hang with him, or not even bad at-bats, just at-bats where you don't get the results. We talked about him last week. You guys asked me, say, hey, do you think that he ends up making the team? And I said, look, I, I if I had to bet right now, I would say no. Thank God I didn't have to bet then, because today I would say yes. <laughs> so Ollie, Ollie was actually, he was asked about, uh, today, he was asked about his roster and just how things are changing with everybody leaving for the World Baseball Classic and and how much things are up in the air. And he said there are absolutely jobs that are still up in the air. And we all know this uh, about the outfield that's up in the air and the bullpen is up in the air. But he said confidently, I believe that we could break right now and I have a good feel for what this roster looks like. And I can't imagine that if you were breaking right now, had a great feel for this roster, that Jordan Walker wouldn't be a part of it. He just has to. Can he keep it up? We're going to find out. But he is special. Mason Wynn is special. Ooh, we got a chance baby. today in the ballgame to see Tink Hens also. Tink Hens out there, one inning, he punched out two, and he's throwing 95 to 97, dropping off hammer-breaking balls and, and getting the opposition to swing and miss. The Cardinals, who famously do not strike out a lot of people, struck out 14 in their nine innings. The future is bright for these guys, but Jamie, I'm with you on the Jordan Walker hype train uh, because he, he is uh, he's great and he fits the bill. Any chance, BT, we could see instead of if Jordan Walker does make the opening day roster, any chance we see him in a DH spot and not in the outfield? I, I haven't given this much consideration, but I mean, when it comes to the DH spot, how how confident are you that it is going to be a mix of Juan Yepes and Nolan Gorman like we assumed it would be? 
Oh, you know what? I, I really, you definitely will see him in the DH spot as well. If he breaks, it, it's going to be about getting him at bats. He's athletic enough. You want him in the outfield also, but uh, when you have a talented group of outfield going to have to be a little bit of a rotation so I do think that Jordan Walker will find himself if he is on the ball club come opening day I think we'll see him at DH I think you'll see him in left I think you'll see him at right uh, I think that we'll see that DH position also go with uh, we've talked about Arenado and Goldie on days where you want to get them off their feet we'll see Contreras who hasn't caught more than 120 something games in a season we'll see him get some at-bats there but uh, I really do think that they'll utilize that as a spot they can bounce around and Jordan Walker will find himself firmly supplanted in the middle of it. Will it happen uh, right out of spring training? Look, the way that he's playing right now, you, you would lean towards yes. Even if it doesn't, we're going to see him at some point this year. But, uh, man, he is he's, – he's got it all figured out. He's got a smile that is going to, like, take on St. Louis. He's going to be a star as soon as he is up, and he's pushing all the right buttons, that's for sure. I wanted to ask you about Dylan Carlson, too, who who homered today. When you're talking about, like, the outfield mix, and my question was more, BT, about whether or not we could see, you know, Nolan Gorman maybe get pushed get pushed out a little bit. When it comes to Carlson, who looks who continues to play well, from a roster construction standpoint, how do you see this kind of breaking down if it is Jordan Walker? Well, I, I think that uh, Dylan Carlson is still firmly a part of it. And then I think that you would have four outfielders potentially that could bounce around a, a little bit. And uh, I think that Gorman getting pushed off the roster is still a possibility. It could happen. I know that they would like him to be there with the power that he has from the left side. But Dylan's doing everything that he can to control his destiny right now 24 years old the big question is what is he is he more than a platoon player can he hit the ball with authority from the left side well that not that the question is fully answered to this point but we talked last week about from the left side against a right-hander he drove a ball in the left center gap for a bases clearing double and, and did so with authority today he turns and burns on a fastball from the left side and the swing again looked different than it did last year there were times last year where that swing from the left side is so long and it takes forever and it's going to have to be that perfect pitch where the barrel hits it and he's good to go today's swing and some of the swings we were seeing from the left side from him it just looks a, a lot better in the fourth inning he took a fastball off a of blanco that went deep right field with it and just looked quick so he's uh he is firmly entrenched in the the competition, if you will, for the outfield, but he's fighting for every day at bats. And I think he looks good. I think that the roster shuffle at the end of spring training for Ollie and his staff is going to be interesting, but I really hope that DC being a switch hitting, I believe gold glove potential outfielder. It, it, he's, he's got to be a big part of what you're doing again, to make this team go from good to great. Well, it's impressive today in camp. Well, look, uh, we keep talking about the guys that are in the competition. Juan Yepes did it again today. He ended up having two hits and a guy that I expect firmly to be entrenched in what they're doing right now. Uh, Alec Burleson didn't have anything to show for his day, but what I've seen from him recently has been really good. You know, an interesting one that, uh, and this isn't a guy that's going to be in the mix this year at all, uh, but I always get excited to watch guys that get the call up from minor league camp. 
camp, and this is just like a name to like stick a feather in. We'll see what ends up happening with him. Uh, but the Cardinals called up a young kid today, 22-year-old Victor Scott II, and uh, he left-handed hitter. He's a speedster. He played in high A, and he showed out today. Had a couple. Uh, had had a, a good hit today, going the other way. Showed off his speed, and uh, those are always like the fun ones where you don't know exactly what you're going to see from a guy. Uh, but I, I like what we saw to him again. Uh, Tink Hans was, uh, was really good. And, and Jamie, I'm surprised we didn't lead with this. Your guy drew Verhagen oh, had mm. himself a day. You know, mm, you've been, uh, sure did Verhagen the entire time. He punched out two in his one inning of work. So, uh, Jamie, congratulations. I know you've been beating that drum and you've been beating it really hard. Whoa. And, uh, well, you had something to show for it. Yeah, I've been beating it hard for Verhagen, for sure. Um, but there's another direction I wanted to go uh, in today, BT, and another area I've been beating it real hard on was... Um, Still talking about baseball? Yeah, absolutely, Anthony. And solving all of our problems with one swoop. Shohei Otani. Hmm. BT, okay. all over the this. interwebs, and I think you had something to do with this. Our guy, Lars Nupar, he's grinding the pepper shaker now with Shohei. Shohei hits a two two bombs, and then he's running around the bases. And what does he do? He eyeballs old Newt, the old pepper grinder. Both hands getting after it. Pepper I mean, grinder. If that doesn't signal that Shohei Otani's going to be a Cardinal BT, I don't know what does. So when do you think the Cardinals acquire him? Yeah, the only thing that would help me uh, a little bit more with this, as you see Shohei and Newt doing the pepper grinder, is if behind Newt, because Newt's at the plate, he's given the high fives. Newt, by the way, ended up getting two knocks and an RBI as well uh, in their exhibition game. But the only thing that would make me feel a little bit better about the Cardinals acquiring Shohei Otani at some point is like in the stands in the front row, if you saw Bill DeWitt giving the like make it rain sign. Like that I, would I would love it. to. See, I would pay money for that. <laughs> yes, if you had a combination of the pepper grinder and then the the build to it, make it rain. Uh, I have no idea what a contract <laughs> is going to look like for Shohei. I can't wait to find out. I think he'll be the first half billion dollar player. Chances are, uh, but. Uh, who else but Lars Nupar to show up on Team Japan does not speak the language and ends up uh, befriending Shohei Otani. He's out there getting him to do the pepper grinder. And uh, <laughs> look, he is the guy's infectious, dude. Anytime you're around him, you can't help but have fun and ha have, uh, you know, have a smile. And uh, Jamie, maybe you're on to something. Maybe he is in full on recruiting mode. He's going to need a Brinks truck with him. But I like uh, building these connections. There you go, Jamie. Write that down. Brad I, oh, says Shohei Otani, likely a Cardinal at some point. Order this, your jerseys now. Absolutely. Uh, BT, going back, going back to the the offense. I mean, when it comes to you know, look, they change they change coaching staffs, obviously, and uh, as we know, when they bring in um, you know Shelton to to, to uh, replace Jeff Albert. We know at least some of the philosophy was going to change with it. So have you seen anything from the Cardinals from an approach standpoint, even even though it's only spring training, that looks, I don't know, more aggressive to you or maybe just a, a, an overall change in style overall? You know what? Not even necessarily an overall, like, style stylistic change. But you know, you know what I, I really notice is, you know, Turner Ward. Is I meant Turner Ward. Elevated. Sorry. 
Yeah, yeah Turner, Turner's been elevated as the hitting coach. They bring in Brandon Allen as well. They also have Daniel Nicolaisen, who's kind of more of the uh, kind of like the Dusty Blake role, really. Uh, he does the, a lot of the bio uh, biometrics and stuff and the, the role that Dusty had last year, obviously the pitching coach now. But you, you know what I really noticed? And this was specifically in the ball game today as Dusty, uh, uh, Dusty Baker's Astros, boy, they struggled throwing strikes early on. Gave the Cardinals six free passes in the second inning. Lo and behold, all those guys pretty much came around to score. That's how baseball go. Don't walk guys. Uh, but I find the Cardinals very ready to pull the trigger on strikes. How often in the last couple of years did we watch games and like, why are you not swinging at that? How are you not ready? It's right down the middle. They were giving out free passes left and right were the Astros today, yet the Cardinals did a good job overall of being honed in on the strike zone, and when they did throw a strike, they're taking good swings at it. How, how many times do you watch a game when pitchers are around the strike zone and not in it that you get like a feeble attempt every once in a while at a strike because they weren't ready for it, like it ends up catching them surprised? I think that they're doing a good job as a staff of just having these guys have a good approach and be ready to take their best swing on it instead of up there. I, I just don't see the wheels turning right now. Now, in fairness, it's in spring training. You're rattling off seven different pitchers in a game. It's not like you've got these in-depth breakdowns of each one of these guys and how they're going to go ahead and try to attack you. Like, you got a lot of guys just trying to make teams at this point. you got a lot of young guys that are, that are out there uh, throwing. But uh, I, I hope that that's something that continues. It just feels like, just from watching, it looks very simplified, and I mean that in the best way possible. BC, great stuff, man. We appreciate your insights uh, from the Cardinals, and there's, there's certainly a lot to get into today. So thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Guys, you too. I got the family in town, so we're going to head off to dinner. I'm going to work on my cinnamon tan tomorrow at the beach. I'll send you a picture of me looking like a lobster. Okay, wow. send that to Jamie. I'm sure he'll share. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Of yeah. course. I borrowed Jamie's uh, Speedo for this trip, so you'll enjoy Oh, good. It. Yeah. Andrea, you can thank me later. <laughs> yeah, no, she is so excited. <laughs> <laughs> see you, brother. All right. See you, fellas. All right. That's Brad Thompson here in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN.